0: Uh, welcome to Real Time Real Estate with Vin Fasese. I'm uh, your host again, Vin Fasese. and today I'm, I'm very excited to have uh, Mark Como, Marcus Sebastiano, or any of your other names, uh, whatever you want to call me, Vin. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I, appreci- I appreciate you coming on, and um, you know, obviously we go back a long way, but anybody who's listening or watching, um, Mark, I brought him in here today because Mark's basically killing it in the contemporary art world right now and doing a lot of fun stuff, and Kind of getting into uh, the nitty gritty of it, and I also, you know, thirty six Creative, who we had on the show uh, a few weeks ago, you're rocking their hat, so I know you do a lot of a lot of stuff with them too in collaboration. So. Always. <laughs> so before we get into the whole thing with art, like, how did you, how, like, give us some of your background, tell people where you're at, what, what, how well, you get for you right
1: uh, now. Let me get used to these headphones here, <laughs> this little microphone. I've never been on the radio before. This is
0: big
2: for me. You get a good voice. <laughs> or, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're doing fine.
1: Oh, all right. There you are. All right. Uh, you know it's been it's been kind of a progression getting into the actual art world you know i've always been an artist i went to art school and i've been creating things since i was a young kid and you know mostly design graphic design branding and then about 5 years ago after my second business failed in the apparel apparel world i said you know and i'm just going to start making things you know i've always envisioned uh you know these large-scale mixed media art pieces yeah. that would go in like contemporary spaces, like hotels and restaurants, and you know nicer homes. And uh, I just started building stuff, and then you know gradually started selling it, and the ball started
0: rolling. And I was like, all right. Did you ever feel like when you were starting out, like that's unattainable to get your stuff into restaurants or hotels or any places like like you're doing now? where you like, wow, how do I get to that point?
1: I mean. I knew it was possible just because yeah. I've built businesses before and yeah. I think one of the most important things is is building your personal brand. Right. And I, I had already been building my personal brand for, you know, the past 15 years and whatever I was doing. And you know, it was it was interesting. I I remember I built my first piece. It was a, it was a piece of a Buddha and I also built this big intri- intricate frame. I think uh, I've have seen the Buddha. Out of, yeah, out of metal and I I, I like I just kind of went at it. I figured out the style and I had it in my basement, and people would come over to my house. I was working in this ten by ten plasticed off uh, little section of my basement, at my friend's Ethan's house, and uh, you know, once in a while, people would come over, and I'd be like, "Hey, you want to see something cool?" You yeah, know, I'd bring them downstairs, and I'd show them the piece, and and they're like, "Wow, that's you know, that's that's really good. I think you could sell it." And after like a dozen people said that, I said, "You know, maybe I should start selling this stuff," yeah. and you know, it kind of happened.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely like your 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 um, style is different than what I think a lot of people see. It's it's. Um and did you just come up with that idea of, like, because you do a lot of layering, you do a lot of this. How would you describe it, I guess?
1: Yeah, it's mixed media. I work with uh, vintage paper, spray paint, acrylic, print. Uh, you know, I first start, when I first started, I was making all these intricate frames and faux finishing them because I grew yeah. up in a metal shop with my dad. So I have a metal background, a sculptural background from college. And, uh, you know, those, those two worlds kind of came together yeah. and made this one unique style. I mean, I guess that's what people tell me yeah and uh so you know it's it's interesting a lot of people have said to me you know it's the first piece of art we've we've purchased so maybe i bridge the gap between this fine art world and uh you know more contemporary consumer
0: yeah and and and, you know i i agree and you know it's definitely like i think there's all that watered down art you see now and people can get but then there's also a touch of what you're doing is just it's it's really cool and different and but it's something that people can put in their homes and really feel like they have yeah i like, mean
1: it's it's custom and it's finished and, yeah you know I, I take a lot of time with the craftsmanship of it you know like i won't let a piece leave if it has you know one little mark on it like i'll, I'll re-resin the whole thing or you know make sure the back is sanded and yeah you know make
0: sure it looks almost you know almost two factory at some some points you know right 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 and like so, I know I'm thinking back, like way back in the day. You did the jeans, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so you did custom jeans. That was yep. that was cool. Yeah, and then, and then you did furniture, right? Uh,
1: yeah, I built a bunch of furniture tables. Uh, we sold a lot down in Miami years ago. I was making them, and uh, I partnered with my buddy Kenny down there in Miami. Kenny, if you're watching, what's up, buddy? <laughs>
0: what's up, Ken? And uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, we flipped a few tables. Yeah, it's yeah, and and it was always going in the direction of of art, and you know some type of expression. And you know, doing the branding and stuff for for all that time. You know, I just it was lacking a certain type of satisfaction for me because I wasn't working with my hands. Yeah. And it's tough when you design something like on the computer, maybe you know, you see it in like packaging, which is, you know, it's satisfying, right. But I wanted to like build it myself. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of where the two worlds came together. And
0: what's the most satisfying thing having an idea and concept or and working on it or for the completion of it? Um,
1: it's the process. Yeah. You know, it's from, you know, concept to, you know, all the levels of creation. And then, you know, for me, like one of the most satisfying things is seeing it actually on the wall in the space. And right. a, lo- a lot of the times I build the, the custom piece for the space. Yeah. You know, one of the last pieces I, I built was for uh, this spot called committee and uh, kind of in the seaport. Yeah. And, you know, there's no art in the entire place. So it's, it. I actually enjoy the pressure. <laughs> you know when they call me and be like, "Hey, we need something right here," and I'm like, "There's no art in here. It's yeah. the centerpiece of the whole entire bar,"
0: and it depending on you to come up with that vision.
1: Yeah, and it's it's you know it's difficult sometimes because either they don't give you enough direction or they give you too much direction. Yeah, uh, so
0: you must hate too much direction, though. I'm I not really, like. I don't. I don't. I mind. don't love. <laughs> I don't love
1: extreme direction. I love just enough, just a touch. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, like I mean, we just did. I just did a big custom for the Coca-Cola bottling company. Worked with uh, my friends over at Lifetime Branding, which was a connection through Derek Joaquin. Nice. And, you know, it was, it was a long process. It was, you know, but it was, at the end, in my head, I was complaining about all the reiterations and the, the, yeah. the drafts. But in the end, it was the way it was supposed to go, you know, and it came out, came out beautiful. And everyone at the company, uh, you know, was in love with it. And they had pictures in there. They were finding themselves at the, at the event and everything. So, nice. yeah, it was cool.
0: Well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. I want to get back and talk about Blockhouse, talk about, you know, a little dig more into the world of what you're in and kind of go from there. All right, Ben. Thanks.
2: Let's do it. Center is located at 423 Howe Street in Methuen. We are conveniently situated between Route 213 and Route 97 in Haverhill. Celebrating 40 years, Growing Years accepts children ages 15 months through age 6. We are open from 6.30 in the morning to 5.30 and offer full and part-time openings. Growing Years is fully licensed through the Department of Early Childhood and Care and all staff is teacher qualified. Registration is open for the summer and fall. Call today for a tour. 978-685-0975. Growing Years, a place where children can grow, love, and learn. Call us at 978-685-0975. How do you prefer your air? In the summer, I prefer my air cool, a nice 71 degrees, evenly circulated throughout the house. Okay, uh uh-huh. And I prefer it to be energy efficient, clean, and low-cost to run. No problem. And to avoid a breakdown, I prefer it to be serviced regularly. And that's exactly why more New Englanders choose preferred air, the heating and air conditioning company that doesn't just sell energy-efficient systems like Carrier and Mitsubishi. They'll take care of them. Get a preferred membership, and you'll enjoy year-round peace of mind both your heating and ac is tuned up and in good condition click and save preferredair.com now in case you need emergency repair they're available 24 7 or if it's time to upgrade your system they'll be happy to provide a quote preferred air they're honest professional they're preferred call 888-750-8282 888-750-8282 or preferredair.com All right, we are
0: back with uh, Marcus, and uh, all right, so we were talking about kind of, you know, a little bit of your background and all that stuff in the last segment, but you know, I wanted to really dig into The Blockhouse, and for people who don't know what it is, maybe you could tell a little bit about it and and the reason that you created this and kind of where it's taken off to.
1: Yeah, so about five years ago, when I really kind of jump-started making the artwork, I Knew i needed a bigger space to work out of yeah. and you know I, i'd always like dreamt of this big mill space you know with these huge windows so i found the spot in lawrence and we rented the well i rented the 3,000 square feet and then i was like all right i need to figure out how to pay for this yeah so i had uh some other artists come in with me and over the last five years i've had probably 35 artists renting a certain spot for a month artists furniture makers uh fashion designers musicians uh, photographers
0: so it's like a collaborative almost yeah you know?
1: it's like almost like an incubator space for people that want to jump start yeah you know even, even for people that are like hey i think i want to make art you know yeah and uh but now it's it's down to there's three of us myself jeff Earler he's another contemporary artist yeah. and then mark oliveri with cafe berlin antiques so and we kind of keep the space open now but yeah it's 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 a big creative space workspace and then we built a contemporary art gallery and you guys do to, the shows to there, showcase everybody. all the work yeah we've had four pretty successful shows over 300 people each time and, i've been to uh, a couple of them they're unbelievable i was like yeah. i can't
0: believe we haven't got kicked out of here <laughs> yeah i mean i almost got kicked out but
1: you know so we had to kind of scale back a little bit because yeah. it's getting a little out of control you know in this you know old warehouse it's not really the safest place and yeah uh you can't really control the crowds of people where they go after they leave the show you know the wandering through the building doing not so great stuff yeah so uh yeah so then i built this physical gallery. I wanted to show off my work and as I started to create a a bigger network of artists from doing different shows in Boston and and all around New England, I said, you know, let's, let's do some group shows. So I started having these, these group shows that were completely themed and and branded Yeah. and we brought together, you know, 12 of the best contemporary artists from in our area, you know, twice. And, uh, it kind of creates this awesome community of people that maybe have never met before all successful artists that are working in different places and different fields. And, uh, now we have this network you know like if yeah. i get if i get a job or someone reaches out to me to do a certain something and it's not my style i'll reach out to one of them and say hey man i'll throw you this you know that's cool yeah so it's it's been it's been cool that the arts i feel like in boston new england in general are really pushing forward and it's, yeah. it's a good time to be an artist
0: oh yeah i mean i definitely i i, I agree with that and you know for people who, who want to see some of your pieces can they show up at the blockhouse anytime do they have to make appointments or uh, yes yeah, it's,
1: it's appointment only yeah uh, when the weather starts getting a little nicer like it is now, we'll probably do like some open studios on Saturdays. and
0: we'll uh, post a link by the way, yeah, yeah, so people can you know check it out because because you guys have you guys I know you guys are on Instagram, yeah, yeah, check out our Instagram,
1: Facebook, yeah website, website. yeah, we have the website theblockhouse.com, and everything else is uh, at the blockhouse, yeah, and my personal is at Marcus Sebastiano. so you can that's check cool, those out too. yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, for anybody who's just trying to check out really cool art and and doesn't know where to begin um that's a great place to start
1: yeah yeah we get we get a lot of that a lot of yeah. pe- people reach out you know they want to show showcase their work or say how can we get into the gallery and, yeah uh, we're doing a lot of community outreach we just did a program with uh burton snowboards they created this program called chill where you teach local kids how to skateboard and they come in and make all their own custom decks so we did that program oh, last- really? yeah we did that program at the end of last year and we got two more lined up this year no kidding. So, yeah, it's cool. We're all I mean, you could skateboard in the warehouse. It's that big. You know, we, get, <laughs> yeah. we have rail slides set up and, and all types of stuff. Well,
0: I, I was lucky enough to do one but two photo shoots yeah. in Europe. Yeah. Uh, my ever-changing team keeps using Mark's uh, space just because it's really, honestly, with, like, the windows and the art It's just yeah. it's such a cool spot.
1: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to start charging Vinny the big bucks now. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> now I know he's on top of his game.
0: Yeah, right, right. Um. So, like... It, Besides the blockhouse, people want to come see your stuff. I know you've been mentioning the W. There's a re- was it Red Bull thing too? You're saying?
1: Yeah. So we, we uh, we've created these strategic partnerships with yep. other brands. So the W Hotel, for instance, they have a, a spot called the Gallery. It's actually doubles as a restaurant. So we're a full partner with them, and we source the artists and act as you know the curators for the space. Yeah. So uh, this is our second show. It's a dual show. We have uh, Maker Jake who's out of Bedford, Mass, and then uh, Indie 184. She's uh, out of New York, upstate New York. Oh, no kidding. Incredible. Yeah, she's a really talented. She started as a street artist. Uh, now she's a contemporary artist. But yeah. she sold out shows you know, all over the world, pretty much. So we have both of them in there. So if you're at the W or somewhere in the theater district, definitely stop in and check out some of that artwork.
0: You can go in any time and just Yeah, it's open,
1: it's open all day, every day. The restaurant opens at 5, and I think they're open for brunch every day till till noon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so check out that spa. That's our official partnership. And the other one that's kind of on the low is we partnered with with Red Bull, and we're starting to put out some cool events. Uh, we actually had uh, probably shouldn't talk about it, but I'm gonna. We <laughs> we, uh, we had this we had the secret influencer dinner at the Blockhouse, and it's they kind of put it together. Red Bull put together a list of people who are influencers in Boston. No kidding. Yeah. At the Blockhouse. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Uh, they all met he sent out you know a, a obscure text and said yeah. hey guys i got this cool thing i want you to be involved with and they all went and met at the w hotel in boston and went in and had a drink and they said all right everybody outside and they got on two like luxury sprinter vans and they're like where are we going and he's like just get in the car we'll be there in 30 minutes <laughs> so he brings them to the warehouse and you know if you've been there you oh yeah. it, it looks pretty sketchy you know, so yeah, I'd be pull. like, I'm
0: about to get murdered. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what people are saying. So they
1: they get off these buses and they're like, where are we? Like, they're all Snapchatting and yeah. videoing, like sending their, uh, you know, dropping their pins. Like, if I die, yeah, yeah. And you know, he's like, he's like, don't say anything, don't say anything. So I, I don't. They're asking me where we are. I don't even tell them. Yeah, I'm the elevator operator. So we we get them all up into the studio and. Uh, we had a 25-person sit-down dinner, all set up, uh, custom graffiti mural by the legendary Solms no uh, out of Boston. Yeah, we had a whole experience. DJ, full bar, and, and so it was just a
0: chef like making food and everything. Uh,
1: yeah, it was all catered, and uh, you know, all these custom cocktails, and you know, we had the space all set up with the lounges and the
0: gallery, and uh, dude, that must you must love that because you're like I started from basically having nothing, where now we're hosting the influencers, hosting these yeah. people, and it's basically art brought kind of just all together
1: yeah it, it started as just being a singular artist and then you know I, I really like enjoy the community and the people coming together and giving yeah. people an experience and now it's also helping the city of Lawrence when they come and they're like wow we went to Lawrence last night and it was insane like yeah. this place is like Brooklyn it's it's nothing like we even have in Boston yeah so our goal was to kind of get people to come out from the city to to visit this place where they have like top-notch contemporary art and you know now that spots on the map for all of them. You yeah. Know? The more we do that, the more the dots connect, and you know, we we sh- I've met hundreds of people that. Are- you know, I'm, oh, yeah, you know, I own this gallery, the Blockhouse. They're so, like, I've heard of the Blockhouse. And yeah. I'm like, you've heard of the
0: Blockhouse
1: <laughs> in Lawrence, 250 Canal Street? Like, how did you hear about it? Oh, I don't know. I just know about it. We that's follow cool. you on Instagram. And I'm like, okay, cool.
0: You know, and you, and, and again, it's. And I think you went back to it earlier, but, like, it's really got a cool brand. It's got a cool yeah. logo. It's it's something that's catchy. And then, you know, you backed it up with what you're were offering there. So I think it's easy yeah. to, to stick with people. Um, You mentioned something earlier, too, about um you know there was someone who was a street artist who went to contemporary night in the I think I asked this even before we went on but like is there you know is there kind of a blend between street art and contemporary art today or or do you think that is two separate things or well street
1: art and street art is contemporary art but it's it's on not street. yeah street art is you know traditional street art and I know everyone will you say street art they think Banksy yeah
0: you know so that Banksy to putting those those things on the street now on like canvas
1: yeah well people are starting to make contemporary art because it's popular now and yeah it's you know if you're on instagram you could follow another hundred successful contemporary artists a day yeah you know, if you're following people around the world and uh yeah i mean street art street art it was meant to be in the street it started with graffiti and you know it's kind of two separate things but now where you're bringing that influence into actual art that you hang on your wall yeah there's a lot more of that yeah and since you know the arise of them cutting Banksies out of cement on on you know on, on curbs and selling them for millions of dollars at Art Basel, you know the the dynamic of the industry has kind of changed.
0: Yeah, I saw that. There was this cool like thing on Netflix, and they showed that and the, the thing at Art Basel. You talking about? Yeah. And it was insane. Like they had this all these things on display that were just street off.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. It's like if you take it off the street and take it out of context and put it in this gallery, is it does it hold the same meaning? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's people peeling off. You know Shepard fairies and banksies and these right different street artists around the world trying to preserve them and then and then resell them in this in this retail environment yeah it's debatable i'm I'm not yeah
0: i, I always I, wonder uh, like how what the thoughts are and i mean in the industry of that because it's just you're right it and that makes sense because you are the concept was to have it here not there
1: yeah and it's illegal and now it's like becoming a novelty yeah and, uh, so i mean I, i'm i kind of go in a different lane yeah i'm more of like a like a finnish contemporary artist and, yeah you know, do my own thing to, it's really, for me, it's about the space. I love building pieces for a space, you know, right. for an interior of a room to make it all come together as like one, almost one, one flowing art piece, yeah. you know?
0: Well, that's fine. When we did that, you know, and I always, I remember we did a live video a couple of years ago and talking yeah. about how in real estate and art, I think a very, they merge a lot together because for us, we're just selling the space and, yep. and art, goes a long way um it's 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 kind of it's helped our industry where like how can you use this and um wall art things like that have, have helped immensely with trying to sell something stage something yeah, you're attracting
1: works. people you're giving them a sense of what it could look like for them you know if they move in and they set i mean that's the way
0: you stage houses right yeah everything's four walls man so as, yeah. as long as you can make it pretty i think yeah, it helps yeah. yeah for sure um uh, that's cool, man. Um, Trying to think, what else I was going to ask you about. Um, you see any like trends happening right now? I, I you know, I, I, or has it kind of just been the same thing? Or anything you're excited about in your world? I mean, I love that
1: art and murals are becoming popularized again, and and you know, there's a lot of money and uh, effort going into revitalizing certain communities, yeah. like you know, Lynn, Salem, Mass, Beverly. And now lawrence hopefully we're working on getting some grants from uh the creative county initiative which is going to really start beautifying the city yeah and and i think we have a lack of that over there
0: and i'm trying to be as much of a uh forward moving part of that as i can so basically when you say that you're looking at you know a side of a building and doing a beautiful mural on that
1: yeah i mean if you go to lynn they have something like 30 murals um uh beyond walls which is uh one of my buddies al he created this uh this organization and they i mean they're doing it again now yeah and it's just cool to go to a city and see like international artists coming in and doing and local doing these giant like 60 foot by 80 foot murals that's crazy you know these close-up faces of females and you know ode to heritage and yeah. all these different things which is like you know if you walk through lawrence now there's, there's a few of them but they're more like colonial old school style and yeah we're trying to make these contemporary cities because the thing is is Art and culture are now driving people to come live in the city and bringing in money. You know, and that's, we were just at a seminar last week at the summit and this guy, Mark Davies, international, uh, you know, he goes into places and tells them, like, listen, you need to put money into the arts and the culture and the beautification of the city in order to get people to come in. Because what, yeah. else, what else is attracting them? And
0: the, and, and the the talents have to make this investment in, because they'll see that back anyways. And yeah. I, I agree with you. It's like, it's cleaning it up. It's, it's making stuff beautiful that wasn't there and... You know you see good examples of that you know well, you're
1: even bringing in tourism it's like right you know lynn just did this for example and you know I'll, I'll end up talking to someone about lynn and be like wow lynn's really coming up in the world and i'm like are they or did they just put up <laughs> 30 murals that are sick and people are going there on the weekends to like do a little mural tour that's cool you know so then they're yeah. stopping at the local restaurant and you yeah. know they're seeing that like places like lawrence is so many hidden gems so many awesome restaurants yeah. great people and you know obviously they they get a bad rap in the news every two seconds, and it's like they don't talk about the awesome things or the creative and talented people that are so coming from there.
0: Is Lawrence trying to do that now? Are you, are you guys working with them? Or? Yeah,
1: I mean, we have there's a, there's a bunch of different organizations. There's, yeah, there's a lot of public art uh, projects in the works. Yeah, and uh, you know, people are trying to really fight to kind of kind of take back the city in in a sense where you know Donald Trump just mentioned <laughs> just mentioned Lawrence. You know, I'm I'm kind of like. I'm a little bit thankful that he did that. Put us, (laughs) put us on the map a little bit. Yeah,
0: that's cool, man. Well, let's, let's again, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back. We'll talk about a few other things. Cool, thanks.
2: Retirement moving full steam ahead? Are you sure you're on the right track to reach your retirement goals? Wondering how much money you'll need to last your lifetime? We can help you find out. We're Sure Financial Associates, independent financial professionals. Because we're independent, we don't work for a big brokerage firm. We work solely for you and focus on what's best for your retirement. Together, we'll analyze your goals, discuss your options, and create a retirement plan that's right for you. Be sure your retirement plan is headed towards your goals and dreams. Full steam ahead. To get a complimentary consultation, call Alexander Scherer at 781-598-9309. Get independent financial advice. Alexander Scherer is located at 100 Conifer Hill Drive in Danvers, Mass. Call 781-598-9309. That's 781-598-9309. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Liberty Law and Title LLC, with offices located in historic downtown Newburyport and Boston's financial district. Liberty Law is one of the region's first truly concierge real estate law firms, closing commercial and residential real estate deals from New Hampshire to Nantucket. Liberty Law brings more than 20 years of coastal, historic, and strategic real estate expertise to every client, every deal, every time. For valuable information, strategic tools, and useful videos, visit Liberty Law today at LibertyLawMA.com. That's LibertyLawMA.com.
0: All right, we are back for our last segment. um, And uh, here with uh, Marcus Sebastiano, Marcomo, and uh, the man of the blockhouse yeah yeah, and so many house. other things um so you know again talking about art, lifestyle and the whole thing and and again i think with art it's all about expressing yourself how you like but you know i i this is a segment where i would like to ask like are there other things that you like to do to express yourself besides just art or or other ways of other i know we talked about quickly doing like the furniture quickly doing like clothing but you know what else kind of do you, you like to do
1: yeah i mean there's I guess art is definitely a form of uh, expression, and there's many forms of art that yeah. can be expressed. So, I mean, uh, I've done quite a bit of writing in the past. Yeah. I've, I've done uh, some spoken word here. Have you really? Yeah, I've, I've popped up at a few open mics in Boston <laughs> kind of on the low. Uh, is that crazy, man, doing that? Like, or do, you, do you get nervous doing that? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a rush you know i usually don't tell anyone i'm doing it I'll just call <laughs> yeah, out, like, one person <laughs> uh so yeah i've done that a few times i mean uh, when i can get away to travel and surf uh yeah. i'll do that we just went to my buddy trent and woody we just went off to el salvador which is pretty intense and kind of jumped around that country and i felt like we were on the edge of the earth man it was pretty cool everyone told us we were going to die as soon as we get to the airport yeah so yeah if you look at the uh Number one places list not to travel. It says El, El no Salvador kidding. at the top. So it's like Afghanistan and
0: El Salvador. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's like uh, but no the people are awesome. It's it's all blown up by the media.
0: I mean they have they have their own little gang wars going on internally, yeah. but all the money I think trickles down to them so they don't mess with the tourists. Do you get inspired when you go when you travel like those things? Yeah. I know we we're talking about even going to
1: Greece soon, like Yeah, yeah. I mean travel, I mean art art imitates life and you know, whatever that whatever I'm trying to say there. I hear you. <laughs> it uh <laughs> yeah you need to take that break and and find that balance and i often don't do that yeah it's like almost got to force myself um so yeah el salvador i mean you just the cool well not the cool thing but the thing that motivates you is and and kind of inspires you and drives you forward is like seeing what these people have like people live happy lives living in huts yeah selling beers out of shacks and you know they're happy as hell just just because, just to be alive. And I've spent a lot of time in places like that. Right. And then, you know, you spend a certain amount of time there and you're like, all right, I'm ready to get back to my life and get back to doing what I'm doing. And, you know, a lot of the stuff we're trying to build, you know, Trent Sanders as well as uh, he has this thing called the Mutt Society. They just went to Puerto R- We went to Puerto Rico last year on a yeah. surf trip. And after we kind of fell in love with that area and those people, after the Hurricane Maria came through, he built a whole organization and went back and just. Helped a lot of the people. They brought, they, no brought, kidding, yeah, they they went and rebuilt one of the whole bike bike parks. you got spo- all these corporate sponsors, brought a whole group of people down and rebuilt this whole park for them. Uh, they brought light and and water filters to a whole like community of kids. and Trent didn't mention any of this when he was
0: on here. Yeah, he's
1: he's, <laughs> uh, he's a humble guy, but yeah. he's kind of got me on board that that tip. You know, like how can we kind of give back and help people from our community and you know, go on these trips and, and help people
0: from around the world, you know? Well, yeah. And plus, like you were saying last segment too, like, you know, you have this skill where you can, you can beautify maybe a, a downtrodden area yeah. or, and, and, you know, kind of give back, but you yeah, know, yeah. that, that's interesting, but I mean, you know,
1: yeah. Part of the, part of the blockhouse vision and the brand is, is, you know, we want to be, we want to base it on content. Yeah. And a lot of these artists have amazing stories of where they came from, how they built their, their career and their brand. And, uh, part of our mission is to like expose that yeah so you know going it's funny like when I go I actually go pick up all the artwork from all the artists that are in the shows so I'm driving all around New England you go into all these different places and you're like wow like this is where you work out of yeah and they have their own process their own like different uh quirks and uh you know different spaces so it's it's interesting we want to expose that because it's interesting to
0: I think even the the public and can you I mean do you get to kind of tell a lot of their stories or their backgrounds? through the blockhouse um yeah, yeah yeah i mean when people are,
1: are trying to buy the artwork you know that's i've i've got to know all of them on a personal basis so i yeah. can kind of explain that a little more personally to them uh and that's kind of what we want to expose like this whole other world that doesn't get that much attention
0: yeah no that's i mean it's it's I mean, the world, so much the in world needs it. art man it needs it needs art it really does and and it's and it's good to see that right now that i think um, at least in this country, it seems like people really, really falling back in love with art and and really good art, and not just like yeah. buying garbage that's out there. And well, it's it's
1: it's art, design, it's uh, you know beautification. Yeah. And I think uh, I, I like I said it before. I don't think there's a better time to be an artist because you know we're kind of pushing these these places forward. Yeah. You know they they've always said like the creators are going to be the ones who design the future. And I mean if you look at everything from tech to you know any type of business now every every business you know when they build the actual facility they're trying to like out cool each other you know like if you look at the they all want to have a campus or they want to have the coolest office that takes that takes artists that takes visionaries takes creatives to create those spaces
0: oh yeah of course i mean oh we only got like 30 seconds but you know going back to what you're saying you know definitely i mean that's a huge point you're right because it's it's basically we're in the instagram world man it's visual it's kind of what what is competing yeah absolutely Well, man, this was awesome. This flew by. I really appreciate you coming on the show. And and anybody, check out Blockhouse. We'll put the links and check out, you know, Marcus's work. It's it's incredible. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.